Okay, so what do you guys think is a marathon sauce? I think it's a combination between heaven and good times. About every college town has a place like this. One that's open all night, easy to get to, and has delicious food. Add those all up and you have the most optimal place to go post shenanigans. In College Park, that place is Marathon Deli. Welcome to Offbeat, a podcast about the divinely weird and lovingly strange at the University of Maryland. I'm your host, Rosa Pio. This episode, we bring you a night spent at Marathon Deli. From 9 p.m. well into the wee hours of the night, Offbeat reporters talk to the hungry people of College Park. Plus, later in the show, Offbeat's Kimmy Fleming tries to answer the most important question about the deli's iconic marathon sauce. One of the first things you might notice when you walk inside Marathon Deli is how loud it is. The people, the music, the cashier yelling numbers for pickup. There are Greek flags everywhere and turp memorabilia where there isn't. All you can smell are fries. Oh yeah, there's one big thing we forgot to mention when we booked our stay at Marathon Deli that night. Taylor Swift's re-recorded album, Red, Taylor's version, was coming out at midnight. And like all places, Blondie has College Park in her grip. About an hour before the release, Marathon Deli is busy as ever when two girls walk in listening to the leaked version of Taylor Swift's 10-minute version of All Too Well. Okay, so basically what happened is we decided to go out to bars. We got to see Stone. We hung out there for a while. Boring. I was listening to Taylor Swift and AirPods. And basically, we were leaving the bars to get Kai-Fi. To, to get <laughs> To go to Kai-Fi. And our Canadian friend. And our, our Canadian friend is in, in town, so she went to Kai-Fi, but I haven't eaten. So I was like, marathon over Pizza Kingdom. 100%. Obviously. Obviously. You need a sub in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need a That's Remy Lickman a sophomore Towson student with her friend, Simi Olick, a UMD sophomore. So we came here, and so now we're going to go to Kai-Fi, and then I'm going to go back to Oakland to my friend's dorm, and I'm going to cry to Taylor Swift. Simi is such a devoted fan that she... I brought my AirPods so that I could listen to this while I'm at bars and while I'm at frats. So I'm going to be, like, in the bathroom crying. It's true, she will. 100%. <laughs> She's the biggest Swiftie I know. Like, I'm not kidding. Like It was a big night for Taylor Swift fans. One Swifty was even invited behind the counter to play the album after it was released. Freshman criminal justice and criminology major Olivia Pino was fiending to play the 10-minute version. Oh, Olivia, oh, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, wait, yes. She's playing Taylor Swift's red album. Trying to play Taylor Swift's album. Please. Wait, search Taylor Swift. Come on, Olivia. Olivia's all over it. This is so fucking funny. But tragedy strikes when Olivia's unable to cue up the album and tries another solution. I have it on my phone. Olivia, please. Can I connect my phone for you? This does not pan out. And thus, to the defeated sound of maximum volume red era Taylor Swift on an iPhone, her friends roar the obvious. Oh my god. Olivia, girl. And so Olivia went to the side and waited for her fries, hoping Marathon Deli's red era would come soon. 
the churn of a night at Marathon continues. So you guys are both wearing like flannel and I saw a bunch of people with flannel. What's up with us? We went to an orchard. There was a hayride, bonfires. We were promised an apple, but we never got it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what happened tonight. And now we're back here. That's Grace Collin, a sophomore economics major who is with Jack Fawcett, a sophomore majoring in accounting and finance. When was the first time you guys like came here? Yeah, I don't remember the first time. It was it was my freshman year though. Um, I came here and I ordered the fries and because everyone was like, oh my god, it'll change your life. And I was like, okay, like literally, it'll change your life. So I was like, okay, I have to go try. And then I came here and it changed my life. So I guess everyone was right. However, not everyone feels the same. I just come here when it's late at night and it's the only place open. Otherwise, I'd go to Chipotle or somewhere else. Honestly, I feel like the fries are, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stop there. Marathon fries are a plate of fries drizzled in a delicious white sauce, infamously called marathon sauce. The ingredients of this sauce are unknown, despite multiple Reddit thread speculations. Later in the show, Offbeat's Kimmy Fleming tries to answer the most important question about the deli's iconic marathon sauce. Amelia Jarecki interviews the sauce boss, marathon deli manager and owner, George Soldatos. A native of Greece, George has been in the U.S. for 30 years. Since taking ownership of Marathon Deli six years ago, he is really bonded with the College Park community. New generation, you understand me, and I saw hard work for all the location around here, and everybody loved the food. I tried to make some new sauce, everything except the tzatziki sauce we had it before, and you gotta try the Monica sauce, and everybody loved it. Everybody likes to stay late. What's it, what's it like to deal with so many drunks? College kids. Have fun, time, man. Take it fun. Let's go. No, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Hard job. Very hard to have it. Like happy people next year. You know, you work so many hours. And, you know, people came here. Fun. Everything. Everybody respect the place. Yeah, thank you. Come a lot for that. Like no problems. Nothing. Everybody wait for the food. But George does have a problem at the restaurant. Yeah, like last night, somebody take the picture with the little picture and say, uh, I'm going to back to the, to the bathroom. You see the screw? You stole the picture over there, you see? Oh, oh, that, yes. yes. Okay. Another picture. So I have two pictures over there. Gone. Another picture. One, two. Gone. Everything. Uh, then dispenser napkins. I buy last week. New ones. Everything gone. You need to like nail everything to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yes. Well, concerns about Marathon Deli tonight have ranged from their fries to theft, but took a sharp turn when Simi and Remy were joking around. And Simi said Marathon Deli has a... Blue Lives Matter flag on the fucking wall. So after talking with them, offbeat reporter Tanine Momeni and I look around. Behind the register on a pole, there are two stickers of black and white American flags. One with a single blue streak and the other with a single red streak. The Blue Lives Matter flag and the Red Lives Matter flag. The Blue Lives Matter flag was created in response to the Black Lives Matter movement as a sign of support for police officers. However, many view the flag as controversial because they see it as a symbol against the racial justice movement and a sign of white supremacy. The Blue Lives Matter flag also relates to the term thin blue line a concept that police keep order in society. I got the chance to talk to Simi once more about her thoughts on the flag and marathon. 
So we wanted to like, you know, ask you about like when you first saw the flag there and just like how you felt about it in general. I'd say the first time I went there, so probably within a week before classes start, and I, sadly, it was after I'd ordered, but I did not want to be there. I did not want to give them money after seeing that flag, but I mean, you know, what can you do? I still go there, but every time I see the flag, I just cringe. Her thoughts on the Blue Lives Matter flag is... A sad and ridiculous uh, way of combating Black Lives Matter, and it's disturbing to see. When asked about the flags over the phone, Marathon Deli's owner, Maria Comporas, commented, um, Well, actually, those aren't Blue Lives Matter sticker or Red Lives Matter sticker. Those are That's a blue, the thin blue line sticker and the thin red line sticker, which is just that we support, you know, any law enforcement but it's a sticker that's there just like any other sticker that we have in there. Which doesn't mean that we support one more than the other. We also support, you know, the Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQ, um, all of that. I mean, we support everybody. We support the school. We support everything. Maria also commented that Marathon Delhi has Black Lives Matter flags and pride flags, quote, all over inside the restaurant. While our reporters did not notice prominent Pride or Black Lives Matter flags throughout the days we were at Marathon, there were stickers on November 23rd. Back to night at Marathon. A great group of you are at Marathon Delhi tonight. What has led you here? Um, Food. <laughs> fatigue. The attraction of American sauce. American sauce. Other words, uh, What's a night Bojack, Horse- Bojack Horseman. That's Reese Aronson, Becca Redeker, and Matthew Bigelow. Three rambunctious out-of-state freshmen who decided to have a night out. What did you. you guys do before this? Um, engaged in Christian activities. Oh. We hit that Bible study, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. We went to yeah. turf. <laughs> Yeah. What are you guys wearing tonight? Our viewers do not know. Oh my <laughs> god, I've gotten complimented so many times on this shirt. You don't even know. Um, All right, so I'm wearing my fucking marathon right now. Damn it. Before I even got on the bus, I got four compliments on my shirt. You don't know how much that does for your self confidence. I was so happy. I was buzzing. How does describe your shirt? Describe so it. it's a Budweiser shirt. I <laughs> I don't drink, but it's a Budweiser shirt. But the, I think the best quote is on the back. Becca, please read it. Just add guests and serve. Exactly. It's all about the friends, you know? That's all, that's all I have to say on that. I'm wearing my Phineas and Ferb shirt. I look like Phineas. Um, there is a pocket on the top left chesticle. And I'm wearing khakis. And then my vintage Vans, which aren't vintage but are new but look vintage. So they're pretty sick. And, uh, you know. You know, I might build a roller coaster later. Who knows? I'm just, you know, kind of keep, kind of playing it by ear. So, Can yeah. Can you describe, like, how the shirt actually looks to our viewers okay. that do not know how Phineas and Ferb... Anyone who doesn't know what Phineas and Ferb looks like needs oh. to get with the times. But I will describe it. Basically, basically... <laughs> fuck you! Not actually. Well, kind of. Only I only meant it with half my heart. But basically, it's a striped shirt, and they're like yellow and white stripes going horizontally across it. They're approximately 
Five stripes on it, total. As all good nights outdo, our night at Marathon descended into like chaos. This life is a game if you want to play. Counting on your own mistakes, living it with no delay. So fast I'm getting growing pain. <laughs> I forget the words after that. But then it goes like, five. Every, every. Life is short. Live it up. Good night, everybody. Next, Kimmy Fleming tries to answer the most important question about the deli's iconic marathon sauce. During our night at Marathon, there was one main question we set out to answer. What is in the famous Marathon sauce? I think the sauce tastes like the Chick-fil-A sauce, so it's probably like mayonnaise and something else. I think it's mayonnaise-based. Yeah, like, I think it has like, yeah. yeah. Maybe like some sriracha, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like mayo-based and some sort of seasoning. I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's Old Bay, but like some sort of seasoning, but mayo is like the main thing. I'm not 100% sure, honestly. I'm not like a good, I don't have much experience with like cooking and stuff like that and like being a chef or anything, but I just know it tastes good, so that's why I like it. I personally think it's like a mixture between like ketchup and mayo. I don't know, I feel like it's like something like that. Maybe, I, I know mayo has to be in it, something like that. I feel like the Chick-fil-A sauce almost has like a sort of slight barbecue-ish taste to it, I guess. Yeah. Or this one, I don't taste that. I don't think that, but you can definitely taste the seasoning on the fries as well. Oh yeah, definitely. The seasoning so, is really good. I agree. On this one, especially when it mixes in perfectly with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It has more of a creamy texture to it than as like much of the spice from like the barbecue sauce from it. The sauce, it hurts my stomach. Like it's, it, I think it's just mayonnaise and like ketchup. I think it's with the mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise based which I was telling him, because he hates mayonnaise, and I'm like, but this has mayonnaise. He's like, no, it tastes different. I think there's probably some mayo in it, but I, I don't like mayo, but it, it's just different because it tastes and smells different, so. I feel like uh, mayonnaise, mustard, ranch, pepper, and probably salt. Barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, um, ketchup, and maybe like honey mustard, I don't know. I'm not sure, it's kind of like a Big Mac sauce. Kind of similar. It's definitely mayonnaise based. Yeah, it's I know mayonnaise that. based, maybe a little ketchup. Maybe ketchup. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know really where to go from that. It's kind of like Chick fil A sauce, but a little bit different. They've got their own case on it, yeah. Yeah, like, a, like a, a, their own spin on it. The recipe is definitely somewhere on Reddit. I think it's uh, like some sort of like chipotle sauce, like mixture. Okay. It reminds me of chipotle sauce. But, but yeah, or maybe maybe it's like mayo stuff, like mayo and ketchup. Probably mayonnaise and barbecue, like Chick-fil-A. I feel like it's pretty similar. After lots of speculation, we decided to go directly to the source. My favorite thing? Oh, it's got to be a chicken gyro. That's my go-to. But the marathon fries kill it every time. So. This is Daniel Philippos, a line cook at Marathon Deli. A note for full disclosure, Daniel has previously published a freelance article with the Diamondback. They wouldn't tell me what was in the marathon sauce. Oh, you know what? That is privy information. They might as well have made me sign an NDA when I got hired here because they won't, they will not let me uh, say anything to anybody. Right now. <laughs> but it's a mayo-based sauce. That's as much as we're allowed to give out. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. Mayo-based. That's all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Offbeat. I'm your host, Rosa Piao. This episode was created by Clara Longo de Freitas, Alison Mullenkamp, Kimmy Fleming, 
Tanine Momeni, Riley Brennan, and Amelia Jurecki. Thanks to the whole Offbeat team for their hard work. And a very special thank you to Joe Ryan for his help as well. Our music this month is Money Moves by Marco Sasse. Follow Offbeat on Twitter at dbkoffbeat and follow the Diamondback on Twitter and Instagram at the DBK. You can find a transcript of this episode at dbknews.com. If you like the show, make sure to tell your friends and leave us a rating and review. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with a brand new episode.